0: I honor you. God bless you so much. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. And David, I honor you so much. And the whole leadership team in in this house. This church is also, I was just telling Sasha, you have such a strong youth, such a strong youth, and it's such an honor to be here. Can we say a word of prayer, church? Is that okay? Okay. Father Lord, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to be here today. And we pray, Lord God Almighty, that the short short word that we hear, Lord God Almighty, will carry power, Lord God Almighty, and that it will change our lives and help us to run our race. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And the church said "Amen." amen. Amen. We're standing on the anchor scripture which is 1st Corinthians chapter 9 verses 24 to 27. And I'm going to read I'm reading from the New Living Translation. And it says, "Don't you realize that in a race everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize? So run to win." Someone say run to win. Run to win. So we're running to win. We're not just running to finish, right? All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away. But we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I am not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. And the second scripture that actually we've mentioned, we watched it in the video, and the girls actually also mentioned it, is Hebrews 12, verse 1. And I want us to park there for a moment. And it says, Therefore, since we are summoned by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. And I'm going to come down here one moment. And can I ask David, can I ask you to be my volunteer? Can we give a round of applause for David? David, you can stay right here. And then can I ask the youth of the house, if you've got a bag, can you bring up the bag? And I want you to put it on your youth leader. I want you to put it on top of David. So I'll start. And I'm going to give David, yes, show me. We're going to give... Because David's been making everyone do races. It's, it's good for him, right? And we're going to give him this bag. Another bag. Guys, come on. That's it. Great stuff. Awesome. Another... This is awesome. Yes. Yes. That's it. That is it. And now, David, I want you to prepare for your race right here. Right here. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to time you. We're gonna time you, and we wanna see, David, cause you've been making everyone run. <laughs> so it's only right. And we are gonna see how long you can run this racing. And if it's a false start, you start again. So, can we get a three, two, one, <laughs> go. <laughs> and you gotta come back, you gotta come back. Oh, I forgot to tell you, it's two laps. Oh. And you can't spill anything in the bag. That's it. 14 seconds. Now hold on there. Now remember in Hebrews 12, it said that you should strip off every weight. So now we're going to allow you to strip off every weight. And now you've got to run again. But this time, remember, he did it in 14.88 seconds. So let's see how quick. Now there's no weights on you, right? And we're going to, oh, okay. No weights and no obstacles. We're good. Okay. In three, two, remember, two laps, David. (laughs) Three, two, one, let's go. Come on, wow. That's it. That's it. Wow. So does anyone want to guess which one was faster for David? The second one, right? And do you know why that is? Because he had dropped every single weight, right? He did that second one in nine seconds and point nine seven seconds. Wow. Guys, your youth leader is really, really fit. He seems to be seems to be strong and fit. And so That is what a visual representation of you're called to run this race, right? And Paul is saying, run this race, but run to win. And then we see in the book of Hebrews that you need to lay aside so that you can run this race, right? And so it's so important for us to be able to drop everything and every distraction so that we can get to the end, and that so we can get to a place where we win an eternal prize that Paul mentions, right? And when we look, if we stay on track with what Paul talks about, stay on track, no pun intended, but if we stay on track with what Paul talks about, and he says that you should, just like an athlete does, you should run your race to win, right? And every athlete, if you were to ask them, what is your spirit, what is your regime for when you work out, right? Every athlete that's top-notch, right, will be able to tell you, actually, what I do is I wake up in the morning, I do my workout in the morning at 5 a.m., I then eat my my porridge because it's a, it, it gives me a slow release of energy. In the evening, then I do 990 push-ups, and I'm strong, and I'm ready, and then I do my laps, right? And they won't only tell you what they do, but what they will also do is they will tell you why that is actually beneficial. So they will tell you that actually I have meat and I have fish because that's a high level of protein, right? And it helps with muscle repair, it helps with muscle building, right? And they can tell you all these things because they understand that it is helping them to win the race, right? They do all of this. Some of them we were explaining, we used Usain Bolt as an example, just to run for, what's his record, 9.58 seconds? Imagine all of that preparation just for nine seconds, right, of his time. But we have a race to run for life, right? And so I ask you this morning, church, then, if an athlete can have their own regime, I say that, do us as a believer, do we have our own regimes as well? So can we actually say that, okay, at this point of the day, I actually read my word and I understand that as I read my word, it allows me to hide his word in my heart so that I may not sin against him. So I have it and I understand also this is the impact that it is having in my life. Am I able to say that, do you know what, In in my week, this is a time that I dedicate to prayer. This is a time that I dedicate to worship. This is the day that I actually separate myself and I take this time out to fast and it's actually that we have a spiritual regime. Now, that doesn't make you religious. It doesn't make you that, oh my days, I have to do it on this time, and if I never ever do it, then something bad's going to happen. No, that's not what we're saying. But Paul says this. He says, I discipline myself. Another version says, I, have, I discipline myself, and I put self-control into exercise. And so what it means is that when we have a spiritual regime, we're able to One, understand what we need. One, understand what we're doing and the impact it's having. And then also understand that I don't just leave it to chance. I don't leave it to just I have some time and so I'm going to read my Bible. I don't give God my spare time. But I'm giving God my discipline time and I'm saying I'm very intentional about this this race that I'm running, the end goal that I'm trying to reach. What we also see with athletes is this is that we see that they don't just cut off the bad things and then expect to win the race. So you don't see athletes saying, well, I don't eat chocolate, I don't eat sweets, I don't eat crisps, I don't eat anything else, right? But then that's enough for me to win the race. They don't do that. But you actually see that they do things to better themselves, to be able to put themselves in a position, the best position that they can to win the race. Likewise, as a Christian... We're not called to just look at, okay, so I don't commit adultery or I don't steal, I don't do this. And then therefore that qualifies me to win the race and get to the very end, right? But we're actually called to live a life that we're doing things that benefit us and actually aid us to be able to, be able to run the race. Are you with me, church? Yes. Are you with me, church? Yes. Awesome. And so what we actually want to be able to do what we actually want to be able to do is focus on what the prize is right and we've said that the prize is to be able to Paul says this he says they do it to win a prize that will fade away but we do it for an eternal prize so I run with purpose in every step I am not shadow I'm not just shadow boxing and so that means as a Christian right We're running a race with a goal in mind. And that goal in mind, two things. One, one, eternity, right? So kingdom is where we're trying to get to. And two, like we've been discussing, purpose. Because you want to win. You don't just want to finish. So when we say we want to win the race, we want to fulfill purpose. And we want to be able to get to the gates of heaven where God says, welcome my good and faithful servant, right? And so... That means in our day-to-day lives, we have to be in a position where actually we keep in kingdom at focus. It's so easy sometimes as, you know, not just Christians, I want to say humans in general, we don't want to think that actually a time will come where we're going to have to say farewell to this earth. Whether it's one, the Bible says, it's appointed once unto man to die, second judgment, or Christ decides to just show up. And if that day comes before we pass away, then that's also going to be the end, right? But we we have to keep this in mind knowing that actually I'm running a race and I have a certain distance to complete within a certain time frame. I'm not just strolling, I'm not just doing it as I please, right? If you said you were running 100 meters and you came and you said, my 100 meter time, what? Me. My 100 meter time, what? 11 minutes. Me, yeah. And you thought that that qualified you to win the race. They'll look at you and be like, That's, that doesn't qualify. Like, there's people running it in seconds, right? Because there's a time frame that you need to be able to accomplish it in. Likewise, in life, the time frame you have is the years that you actually have on earth. And so there's an urgency to be able to actually fulfill and look at purpose and think, no, I need to run this race within the time frame I actually have because once that time is gone, that time is gone. Am I making sense, church? And then the last thing that I'm going to pick on, I think I'm within my 15 minutes. Awesome. The last thing I I just want to focus on very quickly is not only do we run it in a sense that we have um the time frame in mind but we run every single step knowing that there's other people affected so to say if that makes sense so when we say run this race we're not saying that so Paul says that only one can win we're not saying compare yourself to every other christian so you now say oh my days i had pastor rana he prays for 26 hours on a monday So I'm now going to pray 28 hours so that I make it and Pastor Rana doesn't make it. No, that's not what we're saying. We're not saying that, do you know what? David is also in the worship team. And I heard in his own quiet time, he worships with the piano for 19 hours, 19 hours straight. Then he drinks the water and then he's back at it again. That's not what we're saying. So then you now make the standard for yourself and say, that's what I have to do. No, a time has to come where you have to evaluate yourself right and you say actually this is where I currently am in my walk with God and there's a final destination that I need to get to but I need to actually see okay I'm praying right now 20 minutes a day but I want to grow and I want to get to the end so I'm going to now increase I'm going to do my 20 minutes consistently once that's consistent I'm going to build to my 25 minutes does that make sense I remember in the pandemic when I when everyone was stuck at home, I tried to... I started on these home workouts, and I was excited. I was like, do you know what? We can't go out. I can't go to the gym. I'm going to do home workouts. And I thought it was a great idea, right, that I'm going to do skipping. I, I have Amazon Prime. I ordered a skipping rope, right, and I got in my garden. Bearing in mind, I haven't skipped yet since... Primary school was, what, 2006, 2005 for me, sometime back then. But I thought, well, I used to skip all the time. This is going to be easy. Oh, my skipping rope came. I got into my gym, where got into my garden. I was like, I'm going to do a thousand skips. And I'm going to do it in like three minutes. Oh, life humbled me. <laughs> I, I jumped, right? I, I started skipping. and ooh, It got to like 20, not even 20 seconds. I stopped. I put the rope down. I said, Lord, I surrender. Like I realized that I didn't have the same capacity that I had when I was in primary school and secondary school. And so I almost gave up. But I said to myself, well, I actually need to be able to be consistent. And so I started setting myself targets. So on the first day, I'd do 300 skips and a long walk. The next day, I would do maybe, okay, let's try to do 350 skips and a long walk. Eventually, I got to the point where I could do the 1,000 skips. I think it took me like nine or 10 days to be able to actually do the 1,000 skips in a day, right? Because, whew, day one, it wasn't happening. But I got there, and eventually, I built myself to get to that 1,000 steps, right? And sometimes, in our Christian walk, we try and do all these great things. We're like, oh, my days, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray today for 10 hours, and I'm going to be excited. And you realize, you get there, and you're like, but I have nothing to say next, or I haven't built my I'm thinking about so many other things. But when you get to yourself and you build and you build and you build, and you've evaluated that actually this is the journey I'm going to go on, it allows you to build consistency. And then you don't build it based on what David's doing. You don't do it based on what Pastor Rana's doing. You don't do it based on what Sasha's doing. But you've built a re- regime where the foundations are the same, being praying, being reading your word, being fasting, being, fellowship, being fellowshipping with other people, But you're doing it tailored to you, being guided by this amazing coach we call the Holy Spirit. And then it allows us to run the race to the end. And we don't just run to finish, but we run it to win. Amen, church. Can we just say a prayer very quickly? Father Lord, we thank you. We give you glory, honor, and adoration. Thank you for your word that has come forth. We pray, God, that you give us the strength and the wisdom, Lord, to be able to run this race. And Lord God Almighty, not just to run to finish, Lord, but running to win. In Jesus' name, amen.